following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBB-radio.com. Hello there. And welcome. And welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the 716th Attack Legion Podcast. Season 2 of the 716th Attack Legion podcast. My name is Julian, and I am here with the boys, Jack, Jordan, and Christian. Say hello, boys. Hey, how's it going? Hello, boys. What's um, up? <clears throat> so we just watched Ahsoka, episodes <laughs> we one and Ahsoka two. Premiere. Uh, two episode premiere. I think this is going to be a great way to kick off the season. Um, well, let's just go right into it. Like, holy crap. Wow. I'm blown away. It was amazing. It was so good. Seriously. Oh, also, now that we're in a close-up, you can see Jack got us these sweaters that um, have us as clones on them, and that's super dope. Um, so it's all of our favorite colors, and Rich has one, too. Rich is here with our normal host, Rich. Um, <laughs> um, oh, also, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention this uh, last time. I said this in the Hot Ones video. Maybe that'll come out after this. But uh, Rich and Christian, I owe you both an apology. Okay. Because I rewatched <laughs> recently. I rewatched Andor, and I have a, such a larger appreciation for it now than I did the first time around. Well, it's about fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I still, I, I still don't think it's the greatest thing ever. There are well, parts it's, about it's it. It's very where different. Like, I just wish it was shorter. I think that some things are dragged out too long, but I do have a much bigger appreciation. You see, I'm, I'm, I'm happy like, that something at Disney Plus is more than seven like, episodes. Like, <laughs> like, where we put them on the list, I think, is appropriate. I think they should be in their, mm-hmm. you know, their ranking spots. Anyway, I just had to say that. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Ahsoka. Um, I, I, I did, oh my god. Like, Rebel season five. Yeah, Rebel season, season five. five. It has been probably the most anticipated <laughs> yeah. Disney Plus show. I think. I right? think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, Obi Wan yeah. was pretty highly anticipated, but I think this uh, people were. This ready and Obi Wan, I think, are probably like similar levels of anticipation. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Like, what? Like, what are your thoughts, Jack? What? What? What are you thinking? Um. I thought that it looked great. Uh. The score of both episodes was perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh. It had very slight rebel tone, but then also like its own kind of Ahsoka, um, tone from the the Mandalorian show. Mm-hmm. Um, the fighting was great. Yeah, choreography is spot on so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, the acting, like both, uh, not both, but Ahsoka, Hera, Sabine, all were perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, you could really tell that the actors took their time to, like, master how each character, like, talks and walks and... Yeah, I mean, even, even subtle things as, like, Rosario Dawson's, like, facial expressions are right on the money yeah i mean and there's just so much i mean there's so much to unpack here about this like i don't even know where to start i mean i guess we start at the beginning of the first episode which starts with ahsoka at the temple no it starts with balin skull oh yeah yeah uh, yeah shin hati yeah the rebel attacking a rebel ship 
um, and they're very clearly dark Jedi, and he's like, he's like, we are not Jedi, and they just attack a rebel ship, um, and they're they're like pretty sick looking, mm-hmm. like first off, Ray Stevenson is huge. Oh my yeah. god, he he's is like a, a monster. And like his fighting style, which we only got the one scene where he's just tearing through people, but uh, his fighting style is very much just like sh- showcasing like his size and showcasing yeah. like he's using like the how much mass he has like in his <laughs> fighting style, which is good. And then what's her name? Like Shin moves like super quick, like almost in like a more like a. It is. I don't almost, even know who to compare that to. It really. is like almost a, a Darth Maul type of way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, like it was almost like like her, though when she's on Lothal. Mm-hmm. Like and she has the probe droid with her. It's literally the exact same scene as when Darth Maul's on Tatooine looking yeah. for. Oh, um. Yeah, that's like, I think that's. Sh- I think that might be shot for shot. Like from I we're gonna be talking might. about. I think probably be going back and forth between episodes one and episode two. Yeah, probably we're gonna be in. We'll try. So. We'll try to stay on track. But yeah, we just watched them both back to back. So yeah, and I mean, so oh, yeah, yeah, Jordan, go ahead. Sorry, I got um. The the way that I described it in the react was that um. Ray Stevenson was more like Vader if Vader wasn't in a suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, very just massive, like, very yeah. you can see the the Jedi training that's there and not just the slice and dice raw stuff that we kind of get with the inquisitors and he's very untrained. stiff. That's yeah. all, I was literally just thinking like he almost like, like medieval armor. He, he does like a lot of these like stuff. boom boom, you know, like a lot of these mm-hmm. like harsh movements and things like that which is honestly like really cool we haven't seen a lot of it a lot of the lightsaber fighting we see is all very flowy and very like mm-hmm. you know the only people who are like super stiff with their fighting is is really darth vader mm-hmm. so when you see that like in ray stevenson who does it really well too it's also not like you know it's just the choreography itself is fucking awesome mm-hmm. like it's so good it's got a mix of like prequel era but also not too flashy like they are kind of being a little yeah. rough with it and they're shooting um, it well because they're like they're holding the shots for long yeah. periods of time well, as well, which also shows that the actors that are on like screen are you know like actually like up to par. Like, well, especially with, uh, the same the choreography they've been given. The fight at the end of episode one with Shin Hati and and Sabine is really good. Yeah, like it's shot really well. I mean, it's basically just a shot reverse. I mean, that's really it. And they just kind of go back and forth. And mm-hmm. the you know Sabine and. Gosh, Sabine's Sabine. flexibility and agility is so. Yeah, they translated that very, much better than I thought. She's they would. very flexible in the cartoon, and she can like move around really quickly and do all these cool flips and stuff like that. And they <laughs> really nailed. That I remember, I remember when Rosario Dawson came to um, Star Wars Celebration, and she was talking about the the preparations that she had to do to get into the fighting like mentality. She was working with her stunt coordinator, and she was like, "Oh, can we do this and this and this?" And her stunt coordinator was like, "No." No one can do that in real life. But, like, I think that they they um, they really, like, nailed her style. Yeah, well, that's the problem with translating Ahsoka's motions in particular, because she's very acrobatic, like, in the show. Uh, less so in Rebels, actually, which I think makes it easier for her to translate. But Yeah, because she's getting older, so as she gets older, it's less acrobatic, but... Like, also, she does look. Uh, Rosario looks much more assured in the actual combat than yes. she did in like Mando, which I don't think she was horrible or anything in that Mando episode. But she looks like like she holds the saber with much more like conviction. If like that I, makes think, sense. I think I think I yeah, think I think there was like a lot of nerves with that. Like when you come into Mando, a lot of it is like, okay, this is the first time we're seeing Ahsoka in live yeah. action. Period. So like, there's a lot of pressure there. But now, like we know what she looks like. We've seen her. We know Rosario Dawson. We know 
you know, she's a good actor. She killed it in that. She also appeared mm-hmm. in Boba Fett. So, like, she she knows the character now well enough. Yeah. I think that she's just, like, I think she can just nail it right on the head. Um, and then so we go from <clears throat> them attacking the rebel ship to Ahsoka goes to, what's the planet called that she's on? Um, it's a. It's. A, did they name it? Yeah, they might have named. They it, named it anywhere. It's, it's a, a death Amirian. It's, it's a, a death Amirian type. Arcoria. Arcana. Arcana. The eye of Arcana too. Yeah. So they, I, I wrote. I wrote my. <laughs> so it's, my it's Arcana, and she's in a death Amir night sister stronghold. Stronghold. Which one of my notes here are night sisters, maybe not native to death Amir? Which would make sense because if you look at the Zabrak people that Maul is, mm-hmm. and if you look at the Dathomirian Night Sisters, they don't look like anything alike. No. They don't. Well, the only the thing they've got though. going for them is like the tattoo thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like for example, like Marin looks a lot like Maul if you really take the tattoo thing to like a level, but. But again, that's like really the only but thing. You it more got looks going like for the, the, the Zabrak is... thing is. You know, all the don't we? I'm pretty sure we've seen female Zabrak. Yeah, there are. I'm pretty sure in Clone Wars we've seen female Zabrak. Like, almost definitely. Well, there's definitely is in Kotar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I just think that, like, the Night Sisters almost had, like, this weird, like, like the, the like the men on Dathomir were not like literally lived in villages of just men. They were almost like breeding stock for yeah. like the Night Sisters of the planet because they were the the you know the, the ruling class of the yeah, planet. Right. So, well, when you look at the witches in the temple, the depiction mm-hmm. of the ancient witches, they all look like Mother Townsend with the headdress and. Uh, but we also made the comment that they looked like the Zepho because we were trying to figure out what they were. But now that it, now that you're yeah, now that you know what it is, they do kind of look like Mother Talzin. Yeah. And the thing too is like, so she goes in, she steals the orb, which we were all like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's a map to Thrawn. Oh, also to start off, like coolest opening to an episode ever, just starts with a scroll, a of, red, scroll. A, oh, yeah. a bright red scroll. Of, so I, just kind I mean, of filling us in on where we are. I mean, oh yeah, it, oh, yeah we got the scroll. Yeah, that's right. I mean, talking about Thrawn. And it, all it's sorts like. Of stuff. It's homage to the Skywalker saga. You don't get that with Mando, and you don't get that with Obi-Wan and um, everything. It's just like it was very reminiscent to me of Skywalker saga with the – that it's going to tie directly in, I guess. Yeah, we got the we got a similar type thing in Rogue One and in Solo. Um, they both opened with like – not necessarily scrolls, but like title cards like that yeah. where it gives you a little bit of exposition. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that they did this, but this was like a literal – it scrolled on the screen. Um, really cool. You could tell Filoni's in charge. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. you can 100%. tell. This epi- these episodes are so well written and so well directed. Like I – Well, these are his babies. I, I mean, know. you think about it. Like I just finished wa- re-watching Rebels like three days ago. And having, or literally, I don't even think it was three days ago. I think it was two days ago. And having, coming from the very last episode of Rebels till this, it literally just feels like I'm watching the same show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it is so good. Any everything from the acting to the score to the writing of the characters. I mean, it's 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 so well translated mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel like different. And but also the pacing doesn't feel like I don't feel like they're gonna shove a filler episode in. No. Like at any point, no, which, the like, is which very... they managed to do twice in a six-episode Obi-Wan season. So like, so like, but nothing I like got from this like indicated that like I don't know where they're gonna find time for filler, no. given the way they're moving and what they're talking about. Like, 
Right. Mm -hmm. So they she gets this ball thing, which is essentially it's a map to Thrawn. Mm -hmm. The star and or different galaxies. And or different galaxies, but it's kind of insinuated it's a map directly to Thrawn, which I'm a little confused on. How is there a map to Thrawn? I think the the way they made it sound to me was that because the the Jedi almost because not what's his name Balin basically mentioned that the thing that she was like referring to like this path that the map apparently showed was almost like a legend of some sort like it was almost like there was like a mythology to it that like Jedi like grew up it was like a story that Jedi grew up like hearing so I think the idea was that the the Purgle are the like take this path to this other galaxy which I don't see why the Purgle wouldn't be able to yeah. just leave the, the confines of their own if they can do it through hyperspace like, I mean that makes way. sense because especially like if we if you watch the end credits it kind of like outlines the map itself yeah I think and it's more there's of a, a line that goes through and there's like Purgle that are along the line I imagine it's more of a well after well after uh last honestly uh, what's it called the last video game what's it called Jedi uh, Survivor. Survivor there's some weird uh, hyperspace stuff going on in that That's when, true, it, when yeah. you go into the nebula type thing so there's a lot of oh yeah you go into now. the nebula to get to uh tantalors and then also like you could like when it comes to a map it's not really a map it's just we found an old hyperspace route that we just forgot about like that's basically you know, like when it map i hate that the, when they use the word map in star wars because like it's a galaxy it's like there's not really a like it's you a gotta go here first Skywalker. and then you gotta go there it's like there's no direction you just take the like the the hyperspace it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not lane. normally it, i really mean it works. is essentially it's a map of the galaxy and you just kind of have to find your way unless, yeah, and you're not unless, you're, talk, unless yeah. you're talking to poe and he's hyperspace skipping light speed skipping and light speed skipping which is dumb it doesn't break no. i didn't well, but. get a, the sense that it was like this is where he is like x marks the spot yeah, this, this isn't is like where thrawn is a tracker on thrawn that's yeah like, we chipped him when he yeah like i well, didn't my impression was my was impression was was that it was more intuitive through the force that that's where he was going to be so they needed the map to help identify where he was. But I, it didn't seem like it was like, oh, that's like, it was just kind of that kind of thing. That's the way I looked at it anyway. Well, and so obviously, so she can't open it. So then we get, so she goes to Lothal. Apparently R2 no, had a missing piece. Yeah, that's right. She goes to the, oh, wait, different show. The, the new Republic the Cruiser. Fleet. She goes to the Moncal Cruiser. And, that's and home one, actually. Home, yeah, one, home one, that's right. And Hera's there. Which Mary Elizabeth Winstead nailed it. Amazing. Did great. Um, so you get Hera, and then they you get a lot of cool stuff too. A lot of throwbacks to like Return of the Jedi with the ships and the style. The briefing and, room. There's yeah, the briefing room. Yeah, we get to see the briefing room again, like the same one with the you know fake beard guy and <laughs> all that stuff. Like, and the uniforms were a throwback to that too, which was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, but it's also like a much cleaner. I think christian said this well they're not in the middle of a jordan rebellion anymore it's a much cleaner rebellion now like everything's very clean and their outfits are very like pristine and oh christian said that. yeah they look more like uh yeah they look more like you know star destroyers now like yeah and i I, like i I made a reference like it's very star trekky like they're all like very clean and organized it's it's a safer universe theoretically in their mind so everything's a little bit cleaner right Right. Right. they've had time to scrub the deck yeah, so they go and they do this. They're, they they she she talk, talks to Hera and Hera's like the only way to open this is to go to somebody who knows how to read stuff like this. So they go to Lothal and they go for Sabine and we get to see uh, Jaikel. Um, yeah, which is voice who's a senator now. Who's a senator now? Um, <laughs> and then uh, Clancy Brown, you know. Um, so I mean, it's 
it's like yeah that was kind of cool like that was I mean, a couple easy Basco, but yeah i don't think we're gonna see either of those guys again but it's cool to see that those guys made it through the war it's cool that they got around. cameos and yeah like stuff. he was missing his big hat yeah i was wondering where the bucket hat was I mean, we've been talking we've been talking about seeing Ryder for months yeah so right for sure like yeah. we knew what was gonna happen plus like he, he already showed up for mando like he was already in a mando episode and yeah. like he, and he was what I think he was Savage. He's in two different episodes. Yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's he was because he's Savage Opress. He's Ryder Azadi. He's uh, the, the Hellboy the, the guy or whatever his name they're called with the horns. He's, he's something cool. else as well. Yeah. So he was in Mando. Yeah. Yeah. He was the, he's red, a, devil he's in the red Devil. He's in the guy. Prison Escape episode. And he loves money. Yeah. You know. Money, I love money, 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 money. Oh, that's right. He is that guy. Yeah. He's in, he's um, one other character. Yeah. Too. And he was exactly like his character in the show, too. Yeah, <laughs> so he was yeah. perfect. Was perfect. So. Well, but it was funny because that's one when even the first time we saw him on Rub, on first time I saw him on Rebels, I just started laughing because they it was just they drew him. They just drew. They drew the actor, which I, I appreciate. Well, I'm glad that they did that because they could bring him in. Because even Bandu, like Bandu on, looks like... Looks like Tom Baker. Yeah, like yeah. if he was like a giant weird, you know. Well, like even like there's a few guys like that because like what's her? Well, even in back in Clone Wars, they made what's her name kind of look like uh, like the actress. Yes. Sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. What's your and face? so yeah. and so more of the what's her, what's the one Mando that Sabine's like kind of gives, gives mentor Sabine a little bit in Rebels. Oh, oh not Gar Saxon. The um, other guy. He, the he's other like one. a watcher or whatever. You know, he, they, they oh, have Fen Rao. Fen Rao. Yeah, Fen Rao. And, and he looks like the actor. Yeah, Fen Rao looks exactly yeah. like his actor yeah. as well, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. That's why people thought he um, was. And like, even a Thrawn extent, Mando. to some extent, looks like. What's this? Looks like the actor. Yeah. Looks like uh, Elon, yeah, Lars Mc- <laughs> Elon Musk. So, and so then they get Sabine, and oh my god, she's played beautifully. Oh, also, forgot to mention, Ahsoka's randomly with Hu Yang. They, they, they don't, don't explain that. They don't explain that. They're just together. But he's a yeah. very welcome addition. Yeah, I love he it. He's hilarious. He's David Tennant's hilarious. Yeah, he's good comic relief. He also adds a little, like some decent tidbits of like actual like meaningful dialogue to both Ahsoka and Sabine in the second episode as well. And so. he's like crucial to the plot. Like he like figures out who the lightsabers belong to, so yeah. that like Ahsoka can actually. Like, yeah, he's just not the there for for shits and giggles. Yeah. I yeah. think yeah. most oh. of us were already sold on last thing on a. What's it called? On Ahsoka, the actress. But, like, Natasha Lee Berdizo is killing it. Oh, my God. Like, she's, I didn't she's, think that was going to adapt. I think she's well probably, as, like, I mean, I love, don't get me wrong, I love Rosaria Dawson, but she's definitely my favorite part. Like, of she show. always had the look, but no, yeah, she's like, you know, because Ahsoka in this, I get, no, you can get that at this point, because Ahsoka hasn't exactly been, uh, like, warm, warm Ahsoka yet. Like, because she's, yeah, she's not the Ahsoka she's kind of in this to. little bit of an antagonistic back and forth with Sabine right now, and I think we're a yeah, little bit more... Something over. had to have happened between them. Well, I think they're going to get into that, too, because well, Ahsoka yeah, walked... We haven't mentioned this yet, because... They say Ahsoka back. walked away from her. Yeah, so Ahsoka leaves, like, Sabine's training. But it made it seem like they trained together for, like, they didn't say how long, which I imagine that's going to get, like, kind of clarified at some point. But they have not said like how long they were together as no. like Padawan and yeah. uh, in a in master. So. I, I would have to assume like it right like after while. Endor happened that no, she th- took on. I don't. I think. It well, did. no, because at the end of Rebels is like a year after. Endor. So I'm still going with what I said, and in that, um, at the end of Rebels, you see Sabine with Ahsoka, or Ahsoka's in the all white, coming after the world between worlds and stuff like that. And, and I guess my reason for that is I'm actually st- sitting here looking at all the Ahsoka figures in front of me. <laughs> and if you look at the lines on her face, they all change. 
I think that's just the designs. But no, yeah. but I went and I went and I so I did a little bit of research as I'm sitting here because I don't want to talk out of my butt. But as the species gets older, this is the explanation that the lines on their faces change. So if you look at the lines on Ahsoka's face from Ahsoka the White to standard Ahsoka from the Mandalorian, they're completely different. The the lines around the brow are different. They're shaped different. So I think that we see Ahsoka the White where um, at the end, after the Battle of Endor, that's when she comes in. And this scene that we saw here was more just a, it's a homage to Rebels. Not See, I think that they just I think they overwrote the epilogue. I think that's easy. I think that's obviously what they did. Because also not to mention like like the Ahsoka the White thing from Gabe Filoni's own mouth is is a rip off of Gandalf. Yeah. It's literally a rip off of Gandalf. Like almost like because in the idea that she's back to life, like yeah. from the world of She worlds. died. So and... maybe at the timing isn't working right, but that's why she's that's literally why she's wearing gray in the show, I think. Like I think it's literally like goes from like gray to like Ahsoka the White, I think. So I think the idea is that the the Rebels epilogue, which obviously is after Return of the Jedi, I think that was more of a visualization, like a very quick thing. That sh- I think I've said this before mm-hmm. of what Filoni's thought would be like his next chapter if he ever got to tell it. But maybe this isn't like one to one canon, like the, everything in this shot. But like the ideas of what are present in that will still come to fruition. But like, so maybe by the end of the show, like she is at that point of Ahsoka the White, but. Maybe, like, back then, six, seven years ago, whenever it was at this point, he thought that maybe she would already be at that point, but he's, he's changed. Well, I also wonder if it's not maybe that, like, that it's just le- it's meant to be, like, the shots in the show are just meant to be an homage to that scene, and, like, in reality... I'm that... pretty sure it's shot for shot, including the movement of the characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it's like she did that twice. Yeah, the movement <laughs> like, where, it's... like, she's touching the painting is yeah, literally... Yeah, the, the, the one finger. Yeah. yeah, like, it's the same... There's things and just kind of the attitude, and... Does she say next nice hair? She doesn't say thing. Where's the, the nice haircut is new, though, right? No, she turns around and sees her, and well, then she, Rebel ends on a white chopper They don't get to, to approach each other. Well, there's like, no dialogue in, in the yeah, epilogue. No. So yeah. again, we don't know the context. I think it's it's it's. I think it's a. I think it's a combination of both. I think it's mostly right from the epilogue, but I think there's also a few things where they had to change it to make the show make more sense. The only thing that's different is just is what Ahsoka's wearing in that epilogue. Yeah, that's right. kind of it. Right. Yeah. But even like literally the motion of which where she touches on the stupid like uh like what's the called the art on the back is literally yeah. identical. Like, yeah. Ding ding like. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that that. Statues inside of Ezra's tower. I thought so too, but I, I you know, I mean, but I don't know how they big, moved but even it. in the in Rebels, that's that big open wall, which yeah, isn't in uh, the, his tower, I guess. Yeah, so. but anyway, so oh, also nuke droids. Oh yeah, the nuke yeah, droids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that the was Oppenheimer droids. <laughs> like we can't forget about those. The they literally droids. like incinerate. They blow up now. They blow up. <laughs> they blow up now. Well, maybe it was like they set each other off, and it was like a secondary explosion. I don't even mm-hmm. know. I guess so, but that was a huge explosion. I guess the place wasn't vaporized, but it was. There destroyed. was still something left. It was but. destroyed. But so, so Sabine. I want to oh. say that um, Jordan, you were wrong. It is Skull and Hati. Get out. <laughs> Listen, I so bad want this to be the heir to the Empire story. You can't blame me for it's, that. It was. It's, it's but but it's it's dude, not Legends I, is not canon, and it will know. never be I canon. I know. You have to accept this. Yeah. It's not. It never will be. I just needed to evoke. Like, they're they're need... taking. They you've already gotten the title drop. Heir to the Empire. They are. She already said that in the trailer. 
be with it. What it's you will, we're full, change the story. Con, it's not it a full. It will not be a full recon, exact. Yeah, you know, I, 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 did I see... mean, just the idea that, like, well, first off, Heir of the Empire alone, like, the main characters are the main characters from, like, the original trilogy, and none of them, we're not getting any of them. Like, I understand. Well, yeah, they're all. I understand. Like, Luke's that gonna too. have nothing to do with this. Like, did, Luke's the main character. I did the see a theory trilogy. a little while before this show Besides came out that Hati could be a clone of Luke. That's a thing. She's and, a female clone. And you know. when Hugh Yang is talking about her lightsaber, and he's like, I've never seen someone build a lightsaber like this before, there's, there's, it's a tiny chance, but it, it's, it no, could I don't happen. Think, no, I think, I think you're mixing two things. Because he said, I, the only person that ever built a lightsaber like this was Balin, right? Was the one yeah. that Yeah, he but had. he said he but didn't he said recognize he, never, he didn't yeah, recognize the other one. I think that's just one. because she's far too young to have been at the Jedi Order. Right. She's like, she's like, the yeah, same. yeah there's no way that's going to show up. Yeah, but I think it's that. far too right. young to not be out. I think she's like, he just, he's, he's seemingly he's is still her. holding on to, well, he's not maybe like holding on to the nobility of Jedi. He yeah, I wonder if maybe she was a young one. Their treachings, I she, think. Well, no, I mean, not no. even that. She's, she's real young, no, she's dude. Like I wonder if she's, she's got to be like. She's like 20, I don't see her as being, I don't know how old the actress is, but I, when I saw that actress, I'm like, she looks about Sabine's age. Which would mean sure. that she's not a Jedi. She did not grow up in the Jedi Order. Right. Yeah. yeah no. Temple, so I mean, fallen. I she has a Padawan Braidville because he he says they're not Jedi, but like you know he might still follow some of like the Jedi code. Yeah. Because they're dark. Well, Jedi. you would they're default not, back like, to your own I mean, experiences. Feel, like downright right. evil. Right. If you were going to have to train a Jedi, you're going to default back to your own so, experiences. Just for profit. Kind just of. just so like well that's like this kind of traditions that you're comfortable with, and just even if you're tweaking what you're teaching there's things that you're going to do in terms of just the way you do stuff right so that being said though and in the heir to the empire master i'm probably going to say it wrong master saboth mm-hmm. i probably saboth saboth yeah i always screw it up um that's why i think like even in the book he goes and he talks about the jedi teachings and the ranks and stuff like that and he's a clone so it's like i could see the clone of luke and then the other, you know, her being female and trying to, like, push it away from it. But then he he doesn't acknowledge the Sith. He says he's, like, he's a Jedi. So the t- even though he's using dark side powers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and he... He's still a, he still considers himself a Jedi. Yeah, a Jedi I don't master. Really Doesn't he Balin, say... But he I'm says to him, I'm not Jedi. No, but I'm saying... He still follows In the book, the... in the legends, that they still follow... The Jedi teachers. Well, yeah, like Rich just said, I mean, they would just default yeah, to yeah. what they know. Yeah, from what I remember, though, like, uh, like Balin doesn't seem to be filling in for the Sabaoth role. No. no Sabaoth is very much Thrawn's ally. First, Thrawn finds him in the Emperor, one of the Emperors, and actually in Mount Tantus um, yeah. from Bad Batch. But, uh, which, which I guess, which probably will not even have that purpose in canon now. But, uh... But yeah. Uh, well, I guess. I mean, I guess. So I think yeah. there's still a chance that Sabaoth will maybe, like, maybe could, later could. seasons could be more affiliated with actually with Thrawn than this weird group trying to find. Yeah, him. but so, you know, I think like defaulting to what you you know you already know. But it's like it's like the same thing with Kanan Wait because a second, like actually. like Ooh. taking what. Okay, so Joris Sabaoth, I I, for, I always remember is from a there's a, besides being in the Air of the Empire trilogy, he's also in. Uh, something called the Outbound Flight, which is from Legends, which was a group of... If you've seen The Expanse, it's basically the Mormons from The Expanse who want to leave the galaxy. Uh, but there's like a bunch of Jedi who get on that world ship, and they try to leave. And I think they run into... 
maybe the Yuuzhan is long. No, they get uh, they somehow die. Either way, they end up in a scenario outside the known galaxy, but in Chiss space. So That's we're in where so like they so Thrawn meets this guy, like during this whole incident. Like and this, is, I think, like pre. Clone Wars, maybe maybe even pre during the Clone Wars, right before the Clone Wars. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, and uh, and that's why when he finds this temple later on, or the the Emperor's thing in the Pair to the Empire, that he knows that this is a clone of Joris Abaroth because he watched the original Joris Abaroth die, like like or he killed him himself, like with uh, whatever the system was. Point is now with them going into the second episode, and we see them trying to go into uh, interstellar space. So yeah, there is some weird there is some weird links now that are that kind of do connect to that character. Yeah, and so um what was I gonna say? Sorry. He was cooking and we had a lot of Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um I tapped it some. Oh, so I was gonna him. say it's 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 very similar to like Kanan. Like Kanan like teaches Ezra how to be a Jedi, but also mm. is not like he's also like, Yeah, but don't listen to everything they say. Like I'm I'm like Great. making out with Hera, so... <laughs> I put a baby in her. You know what I mean? I put a baby in her. Oh, that's right! I, I, when, when Why we, didn't we see the we baby? Didn't, we didn't see Jason yeah. Sandula. Yeah, like, Kanan does not teach Ezra to, like, reject attachment in oh any capacity. Oh my god, capacity. we have to see Jason Sandula yeah, at we will. some point. But he's gotta be much older. Yeah, he's gonna he's be gotta a teenager. Be like, no, he's gonna be ten. Ten? He's gonna be about ten. Yeah, about yeah. ten. Makes sense. Um, the so, magistrate mentioned... An, an unknown force-sensitive race, off in the distance, that built the, I don't know that if built you, the temple built, that yeah. they were at. I, all right, so here's Zepho. Uh, that's what I have They in say mind. it's an ancient race, but I'm thinking it's the Rakatan. The Rakatan? What the fuck is that? Rakatan are from middle of the galaxy, are they not? The hell is so the Rakatan are one of the like... oldest species in the Star Wars universe. In Legends, they they're the ones who designed Andor, those maps. Okay. I will reiterate this once again. Legends is not canon. I understand, but they, but they, but they always bring stuff in. The Dave uses it like extensively, Jordan, no. but but they were mentioned. Like he just said, they Rakata were mentioned was mentioned in Andor. In actually. Andor, but it doesn't matter. But they're one of the most ancient species. They're one of the first so space-faring species, and they're a war-based race that wiped themselves out. Mm-hmm. But they're the ones who designed the inter galaxy maps and helped navigate yeah. the hyperspace lanes for uh intergalaxy travel so i think it's a rakatan uh the rakatan yeah. species but Zepho. they might not mention i don't remember enough about the zepho if there was any indication that they were like extra well they were interplanetary because there's yeah i know they were very, multiple planets yeah 100 yeah, but okay so Sabine cracks the code, and we see this map, which is gorgeous. And there's a just like a small little separate galaxy. Like there's a main galaxy, and there's a small separate galaxy. Kind of goes off to the side, and then just a direct line that shoots right to it. And you know, it's kind of like it just looks like another you know intergalactic thing. Yeah. And before she can decipher where they're supposed to start, she gets ambushed by some fucking droids and Hati. Find out our HK droids. Yeah, yeah, they're assassin droids, which is real cool. Yeah, I think we saw a couple of those. In the, like, they're like they're just got a bunch of them running around. They had two of them in the Mando episode, like from a couple seasons ago. Yeah, yeah those so, are the ones that he was like, yeah. "Get up on the roof." Yeah, it's those yeah. ones. Yeah, exactly. So they get uh, um, assassin droids, and then Hati and her fight, and then she gets like killer ending Stab. to the first episode. Mm-hmm. She gets stabbed winged, right, in the gut, yeah, right in the gut, and I mean, obviously. 
Not as bad as Reva. Not as bad <laughs> as Reva. Well, Reva survives two gut stabs in the same position twice in the same show. At least she gets winged in the side in like a non-vital position. Yeah, and they kind of like, like they kind of make sure that you know it's it's yeah, off like to the side. Yeah, like they do a close-up. Like, they do a real good yeah. way of doing it. It, it. it wasn't an attempt to kill her. It was an attempt that she could get away because she didn't want to fight. Yeah, show. right, right. And then Ahsoka, you know, so the the end of the episode one is, you know, she's on the floor. Oh, that is a good one. I didn't even think about that. Everybody yeah, she winged her to hold her up. Yeah. So. Then we start the second episode, which is like, it starts with. It starts uh, with them with the orb. A recap. The, All right, how about Lothal? A recap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, recap. let's talk about Lothal, which Look, looks beautiful. beautiful. Also, Lothcats are puppets. I love it. Yeah. Everything in this show CG is pu- practical. Yeah. I well, didn't mind the CG not the cats, but the ships. Puppets are good. I think the ships are practical. Not the, not the, not the ships flying. They might be. Those are not models. I think there's a lot of models. They're, I think they're, 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 they're no, I, actually from they're big on they're the real scenes, big on Lodi, models. I think filmed a lot of model stuff. Yeah, really, guys, just be careful I, about tapping the table. Oh, oh sorry, me. my bad. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, no, I saw the, I saw the, Christian, I saw the behind the scenes things, and there's a lot of models being built together. They brought in one of the original guys, like from. Like they might be enhanced with CGI, but that that's always what they've been they've been doing that for the last few years, like. Uh, Filoni's real big on practical whatever he can. Yeah, so uses, uh, then they they build the models and then they do a lot of the light reflections and the the additional detailing and stuff. Uh, even like the lights and stuff, they'll put all that in in post production. Like I wouldn't there. be surprised if Chopper was a puppet. Well, Chopper or a real astromech. <laughs> I think the no, arms probably the they, arms they have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's literally what it is on set half the time. Yeah. I mean, the, he's, the arms are CG. You, know, yeah. you can kind of tell. Well, you can tell he's a little CG. I just yeah. love that you can understand Chop. <laughs> I mean, you've always been able to. Though. I'm just happy. Yeah. He gets to oh, be I know, but it's a lot wider, more clear now. The wider Chopper, fandom. Chopper dropping dropping f bombs in every episode now. <laughs> yeah, in terms of who adapted the most one to one, that would be Chopper. That would be Chopper. He didn't kill anybody. He basically he's barely different at all. We've only seen him for like half an episode. He hasn't killed. The whole planet of, of <laughs> bad guys yet. No, he hasn't choked some chopper. Life out of he hasn't yet. committed a war crime. Prediction. Yet. Prediction now is that tr- Chopper is going to kill everybody by the end of the. Yeah. Chopper, chopper kills Balin. Sabotage at least yeah. one ship, and he has to kill at least one uh, sentient being directly. <laughs> I mean, obviously, <laughs> like, that's that scene was gratuitous for all of us that love Chopper. That yeah. first scene when he's in the ship in the second episode, it's just like. Ooh, and he's just he's chasing, like, he's and he's like, goes and like he's complaining, the and, the and he's she's like, like, "Chill, chill, the fuck out, dude." Like, I, I didn't, I didn't, like where the and it, there's the, there's a shot where he literally puts his arms on his side, and he's like, "Were you going through my stuff?" He flexes at the yeah, end, like he's like, like, "Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like an arm thing." It's like so good. I mean, it's, it's what so we wanted, awesome. and they did it as good as they possibly could. Dave Filoni coming. Dave back Filoni with the voices. voices him. So yeah, um, so yeah, so they start the second episode. They. Um, they have the little orb. They have so the orb on the and second episode, I got the. I wrote down the name of the planet. It's Setos, um, and it's they're at the reflex point with the map, um, and we get to see them use um, later in the episode Death Mirian magic, magic, which I thought was to travel to That's the first live action Deridia? iteration of Diradia? What was the oh, Peridia. Peridia. It's the pathway to Sorry, Peridia. My handwriting's the, a little... Oh, that's the thing I was mentioning. That's like the the legend almost is the pathway to Peridia, right? Yeah, pathway to Peridia, yeah. Yeah, which is where um Ezra and Ezra and Thrawn theoretically are. Yeah, and then the pathway mm-hmm. is when is what they're trying to hit to. Using the eye of 
Scion? Scion. Scion? That's Scion. what the that sounded to me like what the ship Sauron. they were building. That's <laughs> the ship. Yeah, the ship. Yeah, that was the, just the name of the ship. The giant hyperspace that ring that they're building. Of the thing I was mentioning, that thing 100% looks like or like sounds like the outbound flight ship like that from the thing from which is from Legends, but it's a very similar concept of that. Me and if, Jordan, that if that's a big like galaxy hopper ship. Then me yeah, and Jordan both exactly had the same is. idea that it it's literally just an enlarged version of the hyperspace rings that they used in episode. Yeah. That's exactly what the it Jedi is. Jedi crew, uh, it's, fighter, mm-hmm. Yeah, fighter. it's like it. It looks like like if you can kind of see, you can kind of see like it's got a, a sort of shape here to to fit a ship. So it yeah. looks like it's gonna be like they're gonna build this hyperspace ring and they're gonna get a giant super star destroyer. They're gonna dock it in the thing and they're gonna fucking fly off in hyperspace with this giant hyperspace ring. Punch it. You know, that's kind of what it looks like to me. I love and how you said that because now that I'm thinking about it, that the Jedi fighters actually look like a starfighter, like a, a, a star destroyer. destroyer. Mm-hmm. So that, like, oh, yeah. that makes sense. It's and essentially just a much larger one. Yeah, the same shape. Well, you got to kill all the purgles, so <laughs> you got to whale them like the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, so also, so let's talk about let's talk about so so. Um, oh my bad. What's her name? Morgan. 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 Morgan the magistrate. So yeah. Morgan opens up the map. Elspeth. Morgan Elsbeth opens up the map, and there is literally a world between worlds circle, circle with but with purgles in it instead of like for for Ezra it was loath wolves. Mm-hmm. It's like the and this it's to purgles. the temple, right? I'm trying to remember. It's not quite like the ones that were like inside the the temple. No, but they, it's, it's like the entrance one though. Well, the, the one... entrance. So so like in Rebels when he goes through. The wolves revolving around, and then when he comes out, they're still going, and then they walk over and they close the actual mm-hmm. door. Yeah. So, but but the the way that the purgles were put in place looks like that, and then it almost kind of confirms it when she looks up into the sky and she hears her name, and she goes, "Thrawn's calling me from a different space and time." Which is that? Mm, I don't think Thrawn's I don't think it's Thrawn at all. No, I think that's just... I don't know what that is, but that's, that's, not, that's Thrawn. not Thrawn. That's not Thrawn. <laughs> Oops, sorry about that. Getting copyrighted. Okay. Copy. Um, no, that's one of those things where it's like she's being manipulated by something. It's like, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Wenwu from... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like from Wenwu Shang-Chi. from Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm thinking about this, though. And, you know, we're going through... The, we're, we're following this hyperspace lane, and this could tie into episode seven, eight, and nine. No. Or so nine. No. no. Hear me on this. No. I think this is separate. I know that you're not wanting it to. No. If you're going to say it's Exegol. But, no, well, think about it. Palpatine's still alive. But Palpatine already knows about Exegol. Yes, but she doesn't. So it could be Palpatine manipulating her. See, I think the they've already kind they of. Need a wayfinder. I think they've already kind of set up like, oh, I fuck! Don't bring up, please don't bring up the wayfinder. Don't make me want to kill myself. Like that. <laughs> like, it's like the worst, the worst. One of the worst. Like every gimmick they brought in that damn movie fucking sucked. Oh my god! A Here's a Sith dagger that's ancient, even though the Death Star crashed here within the past thirty years. It would have made like, sense if they would have said it was the Blade of Mortis, but no, it had no, to be an ancient. Wouldn't even make sense because oh guess what? The Death Star didn't All right, exist. Let's when the keep. Blade let's continue existed. talking about Ahsoka. So, no, yeah. it doesn't. So anyway, Ahsoka. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but no. To be to to, to 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 just say the thing of if it links to the sequels, I don't think it does. I think no, I in the uh, so. Mando season seven like round table thing where you get to see all the. Empire leaders. It very much seems like there's like a Thrawn camp and a First Order camp. And yeah. The First Order camp is off hiding somewhere, and then the Thrawn camp actually wants to do something now. Well, I think the Thrawn camp was Hux's father. Yes, exactly. The Hux camp is more Constable in hiding, in Hux. more long game. Constable. It was a uh, commandant. 
Yeah, yeah, that out. camp is is more long game, I think. Like, and they into what if the for the sequels or whatever. But you get Captain Paleon who wants Thrawn. Captain Paleon. Yeah. Paleon and yeah, sort of thing. Sorry, mm-hmm. Julia. Yeah, and they. Huh? You were about to speak, and I apologize. No, 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 no. And I think it's like. I mean, so it definitely doesn't seem like it would be Thrawn. It also didn't sound like Thrawn. It sounded very. It sounded yeah. It was. I don't know. It was definitely weird. But she literally said, oh, he's talking to me through space and time, which kind of was right there. You're like, yeah, okay, world between worlds. They're definitely going to try to at least bring that in a little bit. Um, and then you see the purple ring, and you're just like, okay, well. It, makes, I, it makes me wonder if, like, maybe it's not, like, a different universe, but, like, a different timeline. Like, if it's across space and time, like, I, I don't want to, like, get into, like, oh, the Star Wars multiverse. But, like, it's a possibility. I don't think there's any way they kick open that door. Listen, like, I'm telling you, they're going to the Marvelverse. <laughs> no, but what they did but what they did it's in Thanos. Rebels is, like, they, they kind of opened that, like, they could change Well, events. of course. You could change events. Well, and that, but we don't even know that necessarily because, like, we, we, I don't think there's anything that disproves the idea that and – I, and I want this – and I would rather have this be that there is a timeline that exists where – for my own personal wants for the franchise, I dies. very much want the Ahsoka dies timeline is the sequels, and the Ahsoka <laughs> lives timeline is a different thing. But that's I beyond my own personal wants for something that's probably not going to happen, though. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, honest, I mean but. it's it's also just like, I mean, they can alter things. I mean, literally the whole episode of World Between Worlds is they almost alter Ahsoka's destiny yeah. and then she's like I gotta well, go and back I've seen arguments yeah they that almost is... then they almost change well Kanan's I think the path. idea with Kanan's death well, they, they all die though like in that so how does Ezra get there if they all die in that yeah so moment? if they pull Kanan so... out they really can't so I wonder if it almost was, there's a world between worlds where you can kind of like he pulls Ahsoka from that event but she ends up going back I wonder if it's like you can you can do that but well, Almost I've like, s- like you can't. Like everything has to happen I've the way seen, it's so I've seen the happen. argument that like that some people have made, and I don't even know if I agree with this. But some people feel as if Ezra's like the part of the timeline is Ezra always goes to the world between worlds and always pulls Ahsoka out of that moment. Well, so I mean, they, I feel like that, and a- that would might indicate why the why the door is a different shape than every other door we see in the world between worlds because it's the only triangle door, which I don't know anything about. The well, I, that's true, that's true, I feel but no, but, but the triangle door seemingly you would think would have a different purpose than the other yeah. one. I feel so. like that's a common like There's argument with in the any kind of right. time travel so, thing. Like, oh, was. Was Marty McFly always supposed to go back in time? Yeah. We're going well, the back to the future. Thing. And then, well, that's but that's, <laughs> well, that's also the start. That's the Star Trek uh, Doctor Who concept yeah. that basically yeah, that's what they, do. they, even, they even say it in yeah. they even say it in Loki with Marvel. They were like the the Avengers were always meant to build a time machine. Like that was just oh, yeah, what they were supposed is, yeah. to do. Yeah. Well, they say that in that Loki. That is the sacred timeline. Thing there's the sacred well, timeline, but... and then there's also these alternate ones. But these alternate ones really don't matter. Is kind of what they tell you. And Dave... I don't know about anything quantum. <laughs> Dave Filoni. <laughs> stated in an interview discussing the world between worlds that the world between worlds is not time travel. Everything is existing all at once. Everything, it's everything, it's outside of everything. So you're breaking the fourth wall? Essentially. Almost, yeah. It's it's like we're the fifth wall, but that's the fourth wall. But yeah, uh, if that makes sense. So when, I wish I could use the whiteboard, but the camera's not set up for it. But... Where's our tiny little whiteboard? <laughs> <laughs> so, but what it comes down to, though, is that it exists outside of the, the plane of existence. And everything happens at once. Uh, so, Vader throwing Palpatine over the ridge is happening at the same time as 
uh, Anakin killing all the younglings in the Jedi Temple. These are all things that are happening at once. It's just a play. It's a nexus point. But so it's not really time travel. No, okay. Because well, yeah, you can't just go to like any moment you want. Seemingly, like it seems to be like a There's collection like of, in, of important moments, right? Like yeah, because points. like they like when he well, walked in. What'd you say? Like they're like fixed points or yeah, like, in, not like, like a nexuses went, or like time nexuses yeah, so and stuff he, like that. He went like, in and was able to very specifically find Ahsoka, mm-hmm. or he went in and he was very able well, to like specific, leads it to her, right? like well, yeah, more I leads him to it. Yeah, or very specifically could go to the moment of Kanan's death. Mm-hmm. Like so, I wonder. Yeah, it's all. It's probably not I like wonder, a, like a want, multiverse thing. I, you can go to anywhere in time. But it's I like, wonder if it's based upon the person that goes in. Like if the the oh, windows yeah. are no, cool. because you heard like people that. Ezra but you could that. you could probably you heard hear Ray. people, but you never yeah, see Ray. Yeah, Ray talk to him. You never see Ray or Ben. But the point is you, that it existed. Oh, you, even, you even get like Jin Erso and stuff in there, though. Like, but like you never see any of those people. Any also any window that, that he walks up to is only his path. That's true, yeah. Anything that he walks up to, well, specifically. And I guess we just don't know enough about World Between Worlds yet to get into all of that. But I guess you could say, like, like, yeah, I kind of agree with what you're saying. Because, like, he only goes to two doors in World Between Worlds. And it's very specifically two massive events in his life. So, he runs around, look, like, Yeah, but there's tons, the tons of ones, different. Right? So, but th- I'm going to put it in the context of the Flash. Okay, because this is the best way I can explain it. Is this the Flash movie, which I haven't seen, so no spoilers? No, it's the Flash as in the comics, CW, everything. It's just the Flash as a whole. Is that the, even if you're getting into New 52 and all that stuff, is that everything vibrates at a different frequency. So let's just use the 52 Earths and the New 52. Okay. All those Earths vibrate at different frequencies. But the speed force operates outside of the earths that's what the world between worlds is so i'm not i'm not just i'm not saying that no, it I isn't know, i know what you're saying i'm just we saying that with... like the world between world like whoever goes into the world between worlds can interact with only their past or well, future and also i don't understand as much as like we are talking about the world between worlds here i don't necessarily know like like where it's coming back into play here Cause like, because like, yeah, because right like, like, because like, 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 Ezra taking them away. Like, yes, the World Between Worlds episode happens a few episodes before the finale, and they're very close. But like, Thrawn doesn't have a lot to do between the World Between Worlds. The only real link is that there is a piece of the temple on the Star That's Destroyer. No, no, no. There's a yeah. Oh. There's a there's on Thrawn Star Destroyer. There is a <coughs> sorry. Yeah, you're good. Uh, there's a uh, there's like a piece of the temple that the Emperor built, which again we don't even know. Mm-hmm the purpose of why the emperor necessarily um like had this like things built stone by stone but then also like how the emperor made it so that it was his parents like on the other side of it and we don't know the significance of it did the emperor need to do that because he needed emperor uh, ezra out of like just existence like at all mm-hmm. like for, for this time or is it just a is it key and he would have had access to the door if he went through like so, maybe like it, op- it sends Ezra but then the doors open after him like I, we don't know no, none of that has ever been answered so it's hard to like infer anything well I mean uh, the only time that Palpatine was able to get in there was when he could track Ezra yeah exactly through so. it. yeah yeah so I guess I guess it's all open I guess we you know we don't really know enough about that and um. so so anyway, so the, she says, okay, well, he talks to me through different space and time, and then you know we kind of go back a little bit with um, Sabine, uh, uh, Sabine, and we get the parallel 
between her and Kanan. She cuts off her hair. Mm-hmm. She pulls out all of her armor, which, by the way, looks fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It looks so good. Um, Can we talk about Ahsoka's lightsaber fighting? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's oh. So good. I, I, I liked Ahsoka in the first episode where she cuts through the concrete or the floor or whatever. Oh, that was sick. It drops in. And it was very reminiscent of me of the Clone Wars movies and the prequels and the stuff they do in the cartoons is that they're they do that the all the time. Down. They put the blade in the floor that. and they cut it out and then they well, drop she it. She did that during Order sixty six yeah. where she cut it through and dropped through it and I was like, yes, yeah. They're they're really paying great homage to the continuity of the character. Mm-hmm. Homage. homage. I just like the word homage. 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 Whatever. Homage. Gosh, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they, it's 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 oh, it was just so good, and then they so they they track um, they go to Corellia because that's where they find out the assassin droids are from. Yep. So they go to Corellia and they meet up with um, what's that guy's name? God, I can't uh, remember his name. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Just the guy in charge of the planet. I, the guy in charge. <laughs> the guy of the, from House. Yeah, the, yeah, the guy like, from House. He's like in charge the Jewish of a guy from that's House. That's like re, It's like I don't know, I guess re, re uh, constructing certain. It's like taking things out of like old Imperial yeah. ships and then repurposing them. Stuff. He's the shipyard the, supervisor. The, yeah, they get there and, and they have little. They have some like Andory type stuff. That yeah, they throw into and like some political Hera nuance. Hera and Ahsoka are talking to him and. They're love, kind of looking for information, and they look out the window, and there's the giant hyperspace core engine thing. Yeah. Engine I, thing. I loved throughout that whole sequence when they're talking to him and like riding up to like the the main room. That like off in the background, you could see like everyone just like looking over and like staring at them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like everyone there is not supposed to like be there. Yeah, and he says he goes, you know, some people are Empire, some people are not. Okay. Yeah. As long as I get paid. You know, and so uh, it's just so well done. And so they go up and they see this hyperspace core thing and the hair is like, well, I want clearance to to see what's up. And <laughs> she does typical cartoony fashion and basically just says, well, I'm a commander, so you should just give me what I want. And they're like, fucking no. 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 <laughs> she's like, but I'm a general. <laughs> the droid, the red C-3PO. Walks up and is like, spills the beans immediately. Yeah, spills the beans immediately on what's really going on there. It's like, oh, actually, I saw an assassin droid yesterday. The the guy from House is like, Uh, why uh, didn't you report this? It's like, (laughs) shut up. I had no idea. Whistleblower. Whistleblower Oh my god. And then and then they're like, oh, for the Empire. No, yeah. Then that one dude gets up and he tries to kill Ahsoka. And then yeah, it was very reminiscent. That scene remind me of uh, Captain America: First Avenger. Where the guy's like, for the Fuhrer. And then he shoots the doctor who did the um, super soldier serum. Mm. Yeah. And then it's like, they run off and then they just kick out. He kicks everybody's ass. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is, too. And so then, obviously, they find out that the assassin droid is taking off uh, on the, the ship. So she, like Ahsoka does, fucking it does some awesome shit, jumps out of a window, starts just chasing after it. And then the Inquisitor shows up. Which is, his name is Morak. Morak. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't called him an Inquisitor or a certain brother or anything like I mean, that. He yeah, has an Inquisitor just... lightsaber. Yeah. So yeah. Like... And he's got the look. I was... But, but who... Where... All right, so I, I don't know if I remember. Why did he show up? 
Like who's he with? I think he's just working with. He's uh, just he's with them. Skull yeah. and hockey. Is he was yeah. like was he with like is he more associated with them though or is he more associated with Elsbeth? Every time I think we he's... see him, he's with them. Okay. Like, I with... think he's he's like Dark Jedi. Because um, I know they were all present at like the ruins. Because but, like, I wasn't so, this... I wasn't clear like who brought him in. At this point in time, the Inquisitorius is. Dead. Done. Yeah. Like the first course is long done. Yeah, the first is done before even. So like, I have to assume that so. he's like chilling with Skull and Hati. Well, I'm trying to think of like, is he just like the opposite of what they are? Like, instead of like, he's a, a former like Sith he's affiliate. He's more like a Sith assassin. But like, is he just like, is he Ventress basically? Like, he's just Probably. like he, like it's like when yeah, Ventress like, left Dooku's service and just became a well, bounty there's, hunter. Well, there's there's like, no rule of two because they're basically just bounty hunters. Like that's Shane and Hati. What's her name? They're Mercs. Skull and Hati. Yeah. Skull and Hati. Yeah, like Balin. Yeah, and so, you know, so we get some really, really awesome fighting from Rosaria Dawson here. Um, almost, she totally kicks his ass. I almost lost it when I thought he was going to fly away. Yeah, I thought that was gonna <laughs> I was going to be like, no, this but was so takes, good. But, but also, Dave Filoni invented that, so. Yeah, those, those I, fucking things give me PTSD. Every yeah, time so he takes fly, the lightsaber like, and he chucks it at her. And she goes running after him after his ship. And then in classic badass style, just stops, turns, and the lightsaber just goes right past her. And, oh, my God, I was just like, she just doesn't care. She just doesn't give a shit, Rich. She doesn't give a shit. Nope. And it's just like, I know. love that at the end, though, the lightsaber comes flying back, and she's just like, no. Yeah, that's what, you that's what I just said. Oh, I was like, yeah. kind of half, half. Sorry. I'm glad you pay attention to me when I talk. Nope, Jordan. <laughs> Look, I'm out of it. Um, I mean, it is 11.44. It's yeah. past my bedtime. It's fine. Our midnight but, showing. So, yeah, I mean, it was... Uh, so, yeah, and... I fucking, think... they fly off. They go to what is the planet called again? They go the to Setos. Uh, Setos. They go to Setos and they open the map and then they can see all. I have I have like uh, Dnab on here or Dnab. That's the system. That's, That's the system. system. Yeah, it's yeah. the Dnab okay. system. Dnab system. Setos. Yeah, but so I guess here's my question then here. Um, you know, what are your guys' predictions then? I mean, there's a lot to talk about. We could talk about this and dissect this for days. Visually, it was phenomenal. Oh, Story and then great. I forgot. So I forgot to mention that Ahsoka picks up Sabine and is like, yeah, we should probably go looking for this thing now. Padawan. And Padawan. So, and yeah. so then she's Padawan now. And Hugh Yang gives her, like, some courage. But also, Hugh Yang also <laughs> mentioned, we kind of get this idea no. of, like. Hugh Yang savage. I love Hugh Yang. So. He's like C-3PO. In the sense of he doesn't process. So Hugh Yang is like a thousand years old, if I remember correctly, and he's, he's so, and he says that like Sabine is the least attuned <laughs> to the force of anybody, which means like maybe like she has done no like meditation uh, training, no manip. And I think she has almost. I don't think she's ever manipulated the force. If that makes sense, Hugh Yang like, is twenty five thousand years old. Yeah. So yeah. So, so Hugh Yang is older. Uh, Hugh Yang currently, in canon, is like from what we've physically seen in TV shows is like the oldest being in there. This is probably. Yeah, Yoda was the next closest and then that. Aside from Yoda, Yoda's only like 900 years old. Before we watched the episodes, we all took bets on if Sabine was force sensitive or not. Everyone said said yes except for Julian. I was the only one that said said, no. No, but I've said all along if she is force sensitive, it is not. It's a very, very, very low level. And that's what kind of Hugh Yang like confirmed. Yeah, like well, they don't necessarily say low level. It doesn't it she may have none, but but there's It might just be different. 
Or it's not. It still hasn't fully awakened because the training's. Yeah, I, I, I imagine that she's going to like for like the big moment of the <laughs> it's season gonna be, will be like she will use the force. It's like, going to be completely physically. opposite to Ray. She just doesn't get any abilities at all. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think if they find a way to train her to be a fucking Jedi without needing the force, that would be the craziest shit ever. Also, well, people like, forget in Legends, like one of the one of the biggest signs of. Uh, for sensitivity was creativity, was like genuinely like in your ability in art, art like your ability, your art was literally like a fung like was connected to like yeah. your ability to use the force sometimes. And even with her ability to decipher like the art that she's doing in this episode, like she does t- plenty in Rebels, like you can technically argue, given like some of the weird abilities in Star Wars, that that could be a force sensitive thing. I have like two more things. First, confirmed third Mandalorian Jedi. And all of Star Wars, uh, Sabine Wren. Or at least, like, some training of it, yeah. And two, Ahsoka showing that she has the Force Echo ability. Oh, yes! We forgot yeah. about that. So, she... For, yeah, Force yeah, Sense, The Sense Echo. Well, it's in the game, it's called Sense Echo. Yeah. Probably not as strong as Cal's, because Cal's is no. almost like a fucking Kenke, Keke Genkai version. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. Like, but Cal, Cal can, like, walk into a room, and but she can hear and, like, see... Like, she was hearing the fight exactly. How was. So now I'm wondering, is maybe that what they're going to play into with the Anakin voiceover thing? Is maybe we don't see Anakin. Maybe she just does, like, a sense echo of one of her old items, and that's, like, what he's saying to her. Which would which would fucking suck. I would be so <laughs> mad if that's yeah. what they did. We do think but that, that also... Sabine's dream was a force dream, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Both of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, she just she had two, two yeah. nightmares, mm-hmm. and Ahsoka kind of tuned into the second. Rich, oh, that is right. I forgot about that. Yeah, she definitely felt what? that. You were about to say something. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were. Nope. Jordan's just off of it today. Listen, <laughs> no, I'm I'm really trying to like process this and digest it. Like there was a lot. There there really was a lot. Um, like we see the prediction of um, Skull, and he's like, "No, she's coming." And I think that's where we'll get the rest of the trailer footage, is that he's like, oh, you know, Anakin spoke highly of you. Yeah, I think there's going to – it's an interesting thing because I, what I did notice was that um, he does not want to kill Ahsoka. He no. said it would be a shame there's, some, there's only so there's, many Jedi left. He's willing so. to do it, but he doesn't want to. But I yeah. think there's going to be more to this than – I think that is – there is more to this than that. I think he's a little reluctant. Yeah, he's. he's well, we know from the trailer. One thing Anakin. that I like, yes, he knows Anakin, and one of the things that I like is that she. He talks about the power. He's interested in that power, but he's reluctant that the war that it will create. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting thing because I think, I think he has an agenda. He's working for Morgan, but I do think that he's got his own agenda. Um, do you think that he's reluctant because it's the tradition that he wants to keep alive or the fact that he wants to keep Ahsoka alive? Probably the tradition. To... I think it's the tradition, but I, I also think, think he's probably, older. Well, I think it's the tradition because that's, that's why he's that's why seen he's, enough war. Yeah. That's why Hussey has you know, the... Yeah. She is a Padawan brain. Padawan it's not brain. a Sith thing. It's not, some, it's not some random other thing he made up. It seems to be Jedi. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, and also maybe not like... some of the ideals. They're not... Like, if you think about it, like, yeah, they, they kill the Rebels in the beginning, and, and, like, they are, like, the antagonists. Yeah. But, I mean, even just from these two episodes, you kind of have an insight into them that they're not really, like, bad guys. 
No. You know what I mean? Like like the the, the inquisitor the inquisitor guy is like a bad guy. Sure. Like you could tell. But with Skull and and Hati, like they don't seem like they like they feel more I guess just from these episodes they 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 don't feel like the big bad evil villain. They, they feel, feel like they can like, have a redemption. Not only just redemption, but they feel like anti-heroes. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I I I know for a fact I'm going to find myself rooting for and I think you they identify, they, I think he identifies with Ahsoka, and it, it, he sees himself a lot like her. Exactly, yeah, which is why I say more of an anti-hero. Yeah. You know, the there's not a He's lot of survivors left, thing. and there's not a lot of people that he probably can identify with himself. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think there's, I think you there's know, a, I think there's a big thing coming for him. Jack. I was going to say that he reminds me, just not like as drastic though, at like Malikos from Fallen Order. Yeah. No. He yeah. hasn't lost the the sanity of the defense. Yeah, he's not insane. He's not like yeah, nuts. He's not knocking. So I got, <laughs> I guess, the way that I look at this, and I'm just trying to like, when you look at, um, I'm sorry, my mind's blanking. When you look at uh, Morak versus their lightsabers too, like he's using the Inquisitor blades, they're like a deep red. And then when you look at maybe this is just my color blindness. No, but when no, you they're, look, they're at like the, an orange. They're like a, a blood orange. Yeah. yeah, like closer to which that's not really explained yet, right? No, it's like a partial bleed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like the big thing is, I think there's going to be a redemption. Too bad, you know. I, I mean, they kind of have to kill him off now, regardless. But well, yeah. Also, R.I.P. Ray Stevenson. Oh, facts. Yeah. But. All right, so real quick, then, what are y'all's predictions for episodes three? Episode three. Jack, I think we'll we're gonna you. get that that fight between Skull and. Is next. I think we're gonna get that fight between Skull and Ahsoka, and I'm sure that the the super hyperspace engine's gonna be finished, and by episode four, we're gonna be outside of the main Star Wars universe. Okay. Yeah, I think from trailer footage, I think next episode is probably, like maybe probably the because I think the forest. Because we see in the trailer is the one, the Sabine versus uh, Shin again, like in a forest, which yeah. is probably the forest that's behind them at that one temple thing. That red yeah, I wonder if that, that, that fight is happening yeah. at the same cliff. time. Exactly. As and I think that yeah. fight, but but also we see Ahsoka fight Morak in that forest. So I assume that, like, at some point she has to break away from Balin to go after Morak for some reason and then probably kills Morak next episode. If I had to yeah, I mean, the next episode's only 31 minutes. Yeah, I think it's going to be action. So I it's, it's all just going to be 30 minutes yeah. of fighting. I think it's lightsaber fights. Um, yeah. Which is perfectly fine with me because the lightsaber fighting in this is awesome. And Maybe the CGI some is fantastic. In atmosphere. Also, can we talk real quick? Can we talk about the ships? They look yeah, so good. So also, we've, good. we've seen Phantom 2 and it's so gorgeous. They're saving stuff too. They're saving a lot of. They, they, didn't, they didn't blow the everything away immediately. Maybe the only that's got... where Jason is. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's, he's captaining the ghost. the ghost, maybe. This wasn't in. This was a. I mean, he would be what? I thought we saw the ghost sitting there on. Like, I thought I saw the ghost it might have been in the sitting there in yeah. the background. Uh, when she leaves in the ghost, there's a shot, and you see the window, like the, you know, the. That, with, the cockpit yeah. window in the middle of the ship. It's set back a little bit, so I think it's just part. It's probably there. in the back. I'll have to watch it again um, and see it. So my prediction is, like you guys said, is all combat. I think we'll get a glimpse of Hayden Christensen as Anakin. That would be nice. Hopefully. That would be very nice. I will be... Rex is going to come in, be like, yo, what's up? All I'm saying... I will say, if we do go to the different galaxy at some point, then that does, I think, lessen the chances of, like, Rex and, like, Zeb showing up. 
like later in this in this season. I, I think like again, this is this is supposed to have multiple seasons, so I don't. I Rex think the and Zeb I, yeah, so Rex and Zeb. Party. I think even if they're not in this season, will have to be so eventually. The, well, Zeb is at some point. according to like online, Zeb is the only Rebels character that's not credited for this show. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, I but but Captain Rex is credited. Yeah. For this mm-hmm. season, but Zeb wasn't credited in. Yeah, but that was a cameo, so it's a little bit. Different. I can't say it's a cameo. It's different for this. Like this is like if he's going to be in this show, he's going to be a main character. I can't so, imagine I don't think them bringing character. Hayden Christensen back just for like a voiceover. Like he has to be. Well, in I think show. we are going to get the holocron. I think we're going to get the holocron for training. I don't um, want that. No, though. I, like, I, I want to see him with young Ahsoka <laughs> and fucking Captain Rex. And collar snips. And he calls her Snips. And he calls her Sky Guy. And, and she calls him Sky Guy. Yeah, well, no, here's the thing. I have yeah. always said this. I've always said this, and from the from the beginning of the fucking Clone Wars, is that Clone Wars Anakin and Hayden Christensen Anakin have always felt like two completely different characters to me. Mm-hmm. They have always been two different people. And it bothers me that we've never gotten a connection before. But now in the Force trailer, yeah. it's literally Hayden Christensen saying the word Ahsoka. As Anakin Skywalker, like the dialogue of the Clone Wars, like he says, like in this war you will face more than just droids and things like that. So it's literally him talking. So I'm hoping, I hope to God that we get to see him. I don't care if that's the only fucking scene, and I already know what he's gonna say. My my prediction for the next episode is a little bit different than yours. I think that we are going to see some training in this episode. I don't think we're gonna see, which I think parallels the fact that the. The, all the stuff that Anakin puts Ahsoka through in that one episode, because isn't Kanan even in the background the in that one episode? In which episode? Uh, the, the Tales of the Jedi. Oh, the Tales, Tales of the Jedi, Jedi episode. Yeah, yeah, like Kanan so, does watch. Ahsoka, yeah, the yeah. little, little Kanan's there. So oh, I yeah, during the trials. There is a connection. So I feel like oh, we may. I think you could get in this episode, next episode, when she's training uh, Sabine. I think there's going to be some training scenes, and I think we may flash back. To her being trained by Anakin, and then Episode Four is all the conflict. Yes, could be. Yeah, 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 good, yeah. yeah. Whatever the whatever is the the problem with because like obviously like Ahsoka walked away from Sabine. Whatever that problem, we have to is, talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever whatever that is is very much has to do. Which is weird that it, well Ahsoka walked away from Anakin like as his apprentice, then walked away from Sabine as Sabine's like master. Right. But I, whatever that is, realistically is due to like some trauma relating to Anakin. Sure. Like that's realistically what the root of this issue between the two main characters of the show are directly relates to Anakin Skywalker, which is it's it's wild it's taking this long for them to actually have a show that he's that important. I liked to, your theory but. when we were watching it that like she walked away from Sabine because she has feelings for Ezra. Well, yeah, she knows what the... Well, she said before, like, I've seen what those feelings can do to a fully trained Better Jedi Knight, the best of us. Uh, that's her direct dialogue in... Uh, yeah. Mandalorian. In Mandalorian. So, which that's very much from experience, like, when she says and that. Also, also, they had to, they had to throw in an Ezra's thing that he thinks of her as a sister. But I think even... No! We, but even the way like, he... No. no, but if you watch that... God damn but it. if you watch that scene, the way, um, like, Ezra says that is he almost says it in, like, the awkward, like, put your foot in your mouth type way which is like because he he's Ezra be, and he's he, fucking no, which is like he should be saying something else and like this is the moment that he like he because even Sabine like laughs at it but not in like a oh that's I agree type way in a more of a like a knowing like smirk type way like that's which, that's like, me looking at my girlfriend and being like hey. I love you like my sister yeah Luke and Leia taught them well. So, yeah, so 
Um, we're gonna game no, Thrones like it the up. Idea, there's bro. there's a lot of questions mm-hmm. that this leaves. Um, and I think the one big question that I have is who is Morak and you know what's his role gonna be. But also like I think he's just a dude. going back to what Hugh Yang said to um, Sabine. He says to her, and I think I'm trying to remember this. I've seen a lot of Padawans, and you're nothing, essentially nothing compared to them, uh, based off of your force sensitivity. I guess, are we going to see one the end of Ho Yang? No. Well, maybe. He got blown up and still is kicking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he said, I'm 75% original parts. <laughs> um, and then, um, you know, going into the next episode, we have those predictions. So, um, I guess what's na- do we see? We, How, I, I mean, there's we talked about a lot. I'm trying to process. We can't my really thoughts. talk about much more. Like we kind of covered. Yeah, we kind of went through everything. Uh, so you know what that means? It's time question for the, the question day. of the day. So question of the day is: uh, What was your favorite moment uh, in episodes one and two of Ahsoka? Um, and also, uh, what are what are your predictions? What do you think is going to happen in episode three? Um, yeah, let us know, because because I think we've got some pretty good ideas of what might happen, but also, Star Wars loves to throw us a monkey wrench, so we could be completely wrong, <laughs> and they might go to Ahsoka Tatooine the in the next episode. episode. They better not go to Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do want I mean, I I to say to the audience, like... as you wrap it up, that uh, welcome to our new set. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We didn't talk right. about that at all. Um, yeah, so this is our new set new yeah, set if I see, new if I see shirts tattoo, same blowing up us. the actual country of Tunisia <laughs> like, it's like so like, blowing up Tunisia okay, he's only kidding we don't need him on a government watch list he's only kidding we're in a glass Tunisia oh, because, oh, so we don't oh. have to go to Tatooine again so. we don't have to go to Tatooine Jack Tatooine make it anymore. do something we could do that in Jordan <laughs> what and make, we'll make also the lights do something set they uh, I can't do that you'd have to do it from your iPad oh okay I thought you could talk to the thing Alexa too long And with that, thank you all so much for watching. Go ahead and uh, and uh, follow us, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, everything you can possibly think of. You can find us on VICVP Radio. Thank you, Maranto Media, for having us here uh, to record our podcast, and also uh, Apple, Spotify, you know, everywhere you could. All think that of. good stuff. All the good yeah, stuff. YouTube. Go watch us eat hot, spicy wings coming up soon. Yep. Oh, yes, yes. And hating our lives. Almost, yeah, almost, almost fully edited. Uh, almost fully edited by Jack. Well. This uh, We did a Star Wars trivia hot wings challenge uh, where we where we eat chicken wings and do the 10 hot sauces from Hot Ones. So uh, stay tuned for that where we tortured ourselves and drank a lot of milk. Thanks for watching. And uh, for the rest of us, may the force be with you. And we'll see you next week for Ahsoka Episode 3. Bye-bye.